I wish there was a way to make sure that anyone who's considering veganism can see like all the different ways that veganism exists almost, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it's so different for every person. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like social media, veganism, trending topics, whatever we really feel like. But this month we've been doing a whole series called How to Vegan the Holidays. All of our content on our YouTube channel and our blog relates to it. And this year we've brought it over to the podcast. So today's topic, since we're nearing the end of December, we're going to talk about maybe some changes you might want to make in Mm -hmm. 2019. Yeah, the new year is like prime time for people to change their diets. Like, I mean, you did. I sure did. I'm a cliche. Yeah, you're almost, you almost have your one year vegan anniversary. Yay! I know. Because you went January 1st, January 1st, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people do that in the new year where it's like their new year resolution to either eat less meat or go vegan or go vegetarian or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good time to like talk about that kind of stuff because people are probably considering doing it. Mm -hmm. And we figure it's better to talk about it now so that you can prepare yourself so that when January 1st hits. You are ready. Yeah. Mentally and like (laughs) your fridge is ready and all that stuff. So are we going to go into all the like little details about it all? I guess so. Because I know like last year when I was kind of thinking January was probably going to be my my time. (laughs) I thought like, okay, I probably need to prepare myself or like. So what was some of the stuff that you thought you needed to prepare for? Because I honestly don't remember buying. So Um, I don't think I prepared. I just decided to go and just happened. It was probably, by then, it was probably a lot of small stuff. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think for some meals, I was like, oh, this might be the last time I eat this item, mm-hmm. just because I knew it was coming. Um, so I was preparing myself in that way. But then food-wise, I feel like I already had a lot of the food I needed because I, I was vegetarian. Like, I wasn't quitting cold turkey. Yeah. And, like, I was already pretty much almost completely vegan anyways Mm -hmm. it was more just eating items that maybe had milk or dairy in them i wasn't adding it to anything um i'm trying to think if there were specific things i had to replace well like i think one thing that's like a big change like whether or not you're going from vegetarian to vegan um no diet at all to veganism like all that stuff almost vegan to like just dairy. I think one of the things that most people have to remember is that now you have to check the labels on like everything. Yeah. So like before, like in like things you might not think that you need to, like bags of chips. Yeah. And like that kind of stuff. You know, before if you ate dairy, you wouldn't have to, an issue with that because I don't think there's any chips out there that actually have meat products in them. So even if you were yeah. a vegetarian, those are fine. But now you have to check those because some brands use milk powders in their like seasonings and stuff like that. Oh, so, so I think annoying. that's like the biggest thing that people have to prepare for is like grocery shopping will probably take you longer for the first little bit because you have to read all the backs of things to make sure it's okay you have to look up ingredients you have no idea what they are Mm -hmm. so i feel like that kind of stuff is what takes the longest when you first go vegan and i think that's where like apps can help so like i think we've talked about this stuff before but Mm -hmm. there's like different ingredient apps i'm trying to remember the names of them But there's different apps that you can like download that'll tell you whether something's vegan or not Mm -hmm. or whether it's like most likely to be vegan or not. 
Um, and those things like really help at the beginning. I've never actually downloaded any of those apps or used them. Really? Yeah. I did at the beginning. I don't do it anymore, but. I usually just hop onto Google. And just search the word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's easy too. It's basically like using an app. You yeah. just have to key something in. For the most point, it's easy because you'll start typing in one of the top searches is usually is it vegan, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> there's one app that I remember downloading called Is It Vegan? Mm-hmm. And it's like you scan the barcode. And I remember when I started using it, it was like the first, like it was just out. So it wasn't very good when I started using because they didn't have a lot of stuff in the database. I haven't used it like recently at all. So I don't know if it's improved, but that's something people could look up. The, it's nice to be able to just scan something and it'll tell you. Yeah. And eventually you will learn like the more uh, yeah the more obscure ingredients yeah you'll get familiar with them pretty quickly but mm-hmm. at first it definitely feels overwhelming and even like if you know there's stuff that you buy a lot of like you buy frequently and you're not sure whether it's vegan or not based on the ingredients like you can reach out to the company mm-hmm. and ask him be like hey i'm just wondering if this product is vegan and that's one source that you know for sure if it's gonna be yes or no yeah um and that like that's something that i asked like we have a no-name brand here that makes ketchup chips and like i read the back and i was like i'm pretty sure this is vegan but i was like i'm not positive so i just emailed Mm -hmm. them to ask them and they got back and told me they were so i was like perfect i can keep eating these it's really good that they got back to you Mm -hmm. facebook messenger man oh okay (laughs) i'm very impressed that you went to the effort to like reach out to the company it's only for things that i like really yeah yeah, like ketchup chips was something that i really didn't want to give up and like i fully ate lays ketchup chips for a while before realizing they weren't vegan oh. while i was vegan and then when i found out i was like no like i yeah. can't i love ketchup chips yeah. i can't give these up so then i figured out no name wasn't me or was vegan so because there's certain things that are like gonna be worth emailing the company yeah, to ask for sure i remember when i found out that ritz crackers here mm. in canada were vegan i was like yes and i went out and bought a couple boxes right away that's another thing that i guess like you'd have to keep in mind is like if you travel a lot yeah the same products aren't vegan everywhere yeah so like i mean i don't know exactly which products aren't vegan where and what but i think oreos there's some flavors in the uk that aren't vegan but most flavors here in canada are okay so like that's something that like if you think it's you vegan and then you travel somewhere and you're like oh these are vegan because i know they're vegan in canada Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily true so like that's kind of tricky especially if you travel right yeah that's a little bit frustrating actually i don't understand i guess it's the different laws in the different countries yeah like because i know coca-cola they make their drink in mexico with real sugar because corn syrup's against the law to include in products there Mm -hmm. Because it's artificial. Right. Which I'm like so impressed with Mexico yeah. for doing that. So like I know there's like certain laws and things like that. Um, so I guess it's just like that kind of stuff. But it's really shitty that that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like once you get past the whole label reading thing and like just even remembering that you have to be more careful about these things. Like another thing I thought of was uh, granola bars. Like I used to always have a granola bar oh, with yeah? me on my way to like i'd have one in my bag so that if i got really hungry i always had you know something you gotta always be prepared with snacks i never i'm never prepared with snacks that is dangerous (laughs) (laughs) it's very dangerous i buy chips all the time (laughs) (laughs) but granola bars was one thing that i had to check for well because there's also a lot of like if you're someone who's not who's choosing not to eat honey yeah exactly things um and just like milk i think is one of those like really secret ingredients that people don't realize is in a lot of things i know like milk powders in so much and i don't really understand why like i wonder what the purpose of milk powder is in most things yeah like i 
there's a, a brand of Tostitos or a version that's hint of jalapeno. They have milk powder on them? Yeah. <laughs> and I freaking love those chips. And when I realized I couldn't have them, I was like, why? <laughs> that's so, so stupid. unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the jalapeno Not, tortilla yeah. chips. That seems so stupid. Get the milk out of there. They're just like regular tortilla chips with some jalapeno spice on them, right? That's what I thought. That's so weird. I know. Um, so yeah, I think that's one of the major things to focus on in the new year is just like getting to know products, what's vegan, what's not. Um, and then I guess also just like the habit of your grocery shopping. Like I think people don't realize how much of a habit grocery shopping can become, especially if you eat similar things each week. Mm -hmm. So like getting out of that habit of like buying meat or buying cheese and like having to buy other things, I think can be a pretty big issue for people. I honestly can't imagine doing it overnight. Like, I know you did. I could not do that. Yeah. I wouldn't know where to start at all. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. When I first went vegan, I have no idea how I did it. So <laughs> I literally know nothing. I have no experience about this at all. At all. Um, but um, yeah, I could imagine that it would be difficult for almost everybody. Yeah, because when, when I went from like... I was eating, at one point I was eating only chicken and fish. I'd given up red meat for a while. And I was like, okay, January, let's go vegan. Like I thought, I didn't really vocalize it that much. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, I'll just try to eat vegan. And the first week I was like, ah, this is, because it's like, it's cutting out chicken and fish, which is like a main source of protein, right? Mm -hmm. So it was figuring out my protein, but then it was also figuring out all the other at, like aspects of veganism in your diet and i was like it's too much <laughs> um so i just decided to go vegetarian and you know handle one thing at a time last january yeah that would... like not january 2018 no no 2017 okay got yeah. it and then by the end of 2017 i had like gradually um you know understood where i was gonna get my protein from and then learned more about the different vegan replacements that yeah. i needed and by the end of 2017, it was like barely a transition to veganism because I was already mostly vegan without realizing yeah. it. Everybody do that. I seriously recommend that so much because it feels like a lot of the messages and even the resources that could come up at first when you look at veganism, they seem overwhelming. And mm -hmm. they seem like they're meant for people who have a lot of time to spend on food yeah. and a lot of money to spend on food. Yeah. And that that's like super discouraging. So I wish there was a way to make sure that anyone who's considering veganism can see like all the different ways that veganism exists almost, mm -hmm. right? Because it, it's so different for every person. Oh, yeah. So I feel like if you can't find that person or that resource that feels like how it could work for you, then you automatically feel like you couldn't be vegan. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how to how to help people find those resources other than saying, like, follow two market girls. <laughs> <laughs> follow TMG, guys. Because I think, like, the next step, other than learning how to read labels, is resources. Like, mm -hmm. building your resources. Oh, yeah, for sure. So whether it's, like, you know, going onto Pinterest and looking up recipes or going onto YouTube and looking up, you know, people that make recipe yeah. videos or even just people that talk about veganism. veganism. Um, so I think... 
just exposing yourself to veganism at all because if you haven't if you don't know anybody who's vegan mm-hmm. and you haven't done a lot of research you don't even know what veganism is like yeah you only know what you've seen in like movies or yeah headlines it might even be a cool idea to go out to a vegan restaurant and mm-hmm. just to try out some food and like because i feel like too that if you try to make vegan food and you're not used to making vegan food, you can disappoint yourself yeah. and get discouraged and you're like, wow, this is disgusting. But I think if you were to go to a restaurant and see how good vegan food can be, yeah. then you're more encouraged to work harder at figuring out what works for you at home rather than being disappointed right from the start of veganism, right? Definitely. So like maybe on that first day, go out to a restaurant, a vegan restaurant if there's one in your town or something like that. Because then you can realize, be like, vegan food can be good. I just need to figure out how to make it good at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of just getting off on the wrong foot right away and being disappointed in something mm-hmm. you make. And I think that's the advantage I had because I had, like, seeing you make vegan mm-hmm. food and then us going to vegan restaurants and then us taste testing vegan products. Yeah. Like, I had so much exposure to how good vegan food can be that I was like, I could totally do this. I just yeah. need to learn. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I need to learn enough before I can feel confident and comfortable doing it Mm -hmm. i would say the other difficult thing about veganism or even like going vegan is that once you go vegan people like people in your life will associate you with like this is what veganism is or they'll think that you're the expert yeah and if you can't back that up when you're talking to them what i also don't like yeah that's shitty too what i also don't like is that people as soon as you go vegan they think you're going to care about every single thing they do. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, oh, I did this or I did this. And I'm like, obviously, that's cool or whatever. Or they're just like, oh, is this offend you? I was like, I don't like, why do you think I'm this delicate person all of a sudden because I've become vegan? Like, I'm going to care about everything you do. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that as soon as you become vegan, they identify you as a vegan. Yeah. That's what I hate most about that. And I think that's the hardest thing to get over because literally so many of my conversations with people that are like good friends of mine or like just friends of mine revolve around veganism and that's not a horrible thing I like it is something I'm interested obviously because I've been vegan four and a half years but it's just something that I'm like I want to just talk about other things sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I don't want to always talk I don't want to be the vegan in the group I want to just be a friend it would no it happens and it happens at work a lot too and I can't tell you how many times I when like someone finds out you're vegan their response is oh I could never do it because of this yeah I could never do it because of that and like in my head I'm thinking or usually what I said is say is I used to think that too yeah and now I don't but in my head I'm almost thinking I don't know I want to say something more pushy but then I'm like I'm not that I'm not that person a lot of that where I hate when they're like oh I couldn't go vegan because of this I was like well I didn't ask you to go vegan (laughs) yeah like why are you assuming I'm gonna tell you you need to go vegan in the first place like before I even tell you anything about veganism are you gonna be like oh I can't do that I was like I didn't ask you to go vegan (laughs) like why are you telling me this I know I don't know why it's such like a weird thing to have to respond to I guess it's I don't know I guess it's just like because so many like I don't know because veganism got off on a really wrong foot I guess for a lot of people because people are very pushy about it but like I just hate that automatically association is like oh I couldn't do it because of this I was like I wasn't gonna tell you to do it Mm -hmm. like cool yeah thanks for telling me why you can't do it yeah I guess I don't know oh I could never give up steak I'm like oh yeah I had that phase too (laughs) but like there's so many things I want to say that that like uh it's easier than you think or you could definitely do it you just have to try yeah but i don't i don't want to start that conversation a lot of the times because like that's 
it's just setting up for an argument because most of the time people aren't ready to have that conversation anyways. Yeah. They're just like, they're just going to keep arguing back and there's no point in doing I know. that. Um, so I guess us talking about those is to prepare yourself for these types of conversations and interactions yeah. you're going to have. I mean, I don't know if this is just an us thing. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of vegans do love to talk about veganism and would love friends that are like willing to talk yeah. about veganism all the time. So maybe that's just us being picky. Maybe. But like, I know I find that maybe it's just because I've been vegan a lot longer and like you haven't been vegan a full, like you've been vegan about a year now, but like you've also been associated with veganism for a while. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just us because it's been so long and we're like, yeah, you know, we're vegan. Just get over it. Let's talk about other things. We get it. I know. <laughs> but I don't know. Like maybe this is just us nitpicking things, but it's something that is good to be prepared just in case it annoys you like it annoys us so like you don't want to be caught off guard that people are going to associate you with veganism (laughs) and like whether that bothers you or not just something to be prepared for (laughs) sometimes it opens up like a positive conversation where they they just have questions like they just really want to know more and i love when they do that but i also you know hate that it always defaults it might it might also just be because a lot of people might not have vegan people in their lives yeah so maybe you're like the first one so all of a sudden you are the vegan friend and that's no fault of anybody's but it's just because veganism isn't the most popular thing yet like it's growing obviously but like it's not hugely popular where i'm like i'm most in most cases i'm the only person in my friend's lives who's all who's vegan Mm -hmm. Um, so like maybe it's also that kind of stuff, but it just kind of, it just bothers me sometimes. Yeah. And even like the pressure of feeling like you need to be, you need to represent. Yeah. You need to be such a good (laughs) representation of a vegan at all times. I hate that pressure because like sometimes I fuck up. Yeah. Like I also hate like bringing a dish to somebody's or to somebody's house and I'm like, what if this is horrible? And they think all vegan food is going to be horrible. Or it's like, even if it's not horrible, what if they just don't like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't want them to think this is necessarily what vegan food is. Yeah. Like, or even if they like try to start an argument with you, like I know one I always get is the one about does the cow need to be pregnant to produce milk? Oh. And I would always say like, yes, it does. Like, I'm pretty sure it does. But in the back of my mind, I was like, what if I'm wrong? they're arguing against me. Do they know something that I don't yeah. know? Maybe I don't. Maybe they don't. And then. I know I'm right. Like, yeah, sometimes they just make they, you doubt yourself. They come back and they're like, I looked it up and yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, good. But like in that moment, you're like, I don't know enough to like defend this. Yeah. Like I feel like what I feel, I hate the pressure of being like, I need to know enough to defend Yeah, I this. need to know everything because like, everyone else doesn't yeah, know everything about exactly. their diet. Like I know, I know. Whenever people ask me questions, I was like, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I know some answers. I don't know all answers. I'm not a doctor. Like I'm not a nutritionist i don't know anything that's actually proven or anything like that like i just know what i know and what works for me yeah so i was like take this with a grain of salt like work with it how you want to work with it just the way i'm gonna take advice from you so like i don't know yeah. it's it's so hard that all of a sudden you become an expert in something because you eat that way like like are you an expert in farming because you eat cow like yeah exactly nope. <laughs> or if they try to think that you are malnourished in some way like Maybe I am, but maybe you are too. And maybe if I wasn't vegan, I could still be malnourished. Yeah. It's totally easy to have a crappy diet no matter what restrictions or choices you're making. I think what we've come down to is that veganism is difficult in the diet sense, but it's also difficult in the mental sense, like getting over the different conversations you're going to have to have. Some people might not like that you're vegan. Some people might be like super obsessed with the fact that you're vegan. Like it's just like you never know what you're going to get when you go vegan. So I think it's like a very big mental thing that you have to get over too. Mm -hmm. And 
even like non-vegans can make you feel this way but vegans can also make you feel this way like you're not a good enough vegan that's just something that could be true for anything you do in life yeah but i think it's just accepting that veganism is different for everybody and even if you're making like small steps towards um veganism or being a better vegan like every little thing that you're doing does matter Mm -hmm. and you are doing something good so even if someone you know is more hardcore than you don't don't feel discouraged yeah everyone does their own diet in their own way in their own lifestyle in their own way and it does you don't have to be this hardcore vegan to be called a vegan yeah so don't be like worried about the fact that there's people telling you you need to do things yeah because there's people telling you, you need to do a lot of different things doesn't mean like that's one thing i guess that bothers me is that all of a sudden it's like there's there's people on the streets spouting religion things all the time, but I never feel pressured to join a religion, but I'm part of veganism. And as soon as another vegan's being like, you're not being a good enough vegan, you're like, am I not being a good enough vegan? Mm-hmm. And you like kind of get this pressure. I was like, why? I don't feel pressure about anything else about yeah. anyone else is trying to sell to me. And I was like, yeah. and veganism isn't something you need to sell to me. I'm doing it already. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. It's this weird like mind game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think a lot of people don't, they don't think about the fact that the this mental like struggle mm-hmm. exists and they maybe don't talk about it that much either yeah everyone just think it's it's all about the food that you have to give up yeah but unfortunately going vegan just becomes such a huge part of your life yeah it also might be just because it's such a big topic now because yeah. veganism is on the rise and because it's like at the front of like news a lot Mm -hmm. lately with new brands coming up and new different meats coming up and things like that i feel like that anytime anyone like hears that you're vegan they just want to ask all the questions i know like i actually found myself this past week kind of like avoiding saying i was vegan like there was some chocolate cookies in the lunchroom you know people were taking them i was like oh have all you want uh i don't want to take them and they're like uh why not i was like oh i don't eat dairy yeah yeah no i say things like that all the time yeah because i just didn't i almost never say that i'm vegan unless like they're really pushy about things like i'll also be like oh i just don't eat dairy or like or like if i'm at a place where i know there won't be meat or anything and things i'm like just no dairy Mm -hmm. i'll like say things like that so it kind of seems like i'm lactose intolerant or something like that but yeah i almost never be like i'm vegan (laughs) i know like i don't like having to explain myself yeah at all i don't want everything to turn into a conversation yeah so sometimes i'll just try to say no thank you yeah no no thank you that's the worst is when you try to refuse like oh my god it happens all the time with like people you're working with or something like that whether they like if they don't know you well enough to the point where they know that you're vegan yeah they'll be like here do you want one i'm like no it's okay thank you for offering though and they'll be like why don't you want one and i'm like because i just don't feel like having one right now and then she joins me because i can't i'm vegan and then it just like Mm -hmm. she's like oh i'm sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like (laughs) <laughs> just take no for an answer <laughs> i just like i don't know i really i avoid saying it not because i'm ashamed of the word or being vegan it's just because like sometimes i just don't want it to be the deal that people make it mm-hmm. i wish it could just be such a more casual thing but i guess we're not there yet and the fact that like we have this whole brand associated yeah. with it means that it will probably never be a casual it, thing yeah for never us, <laughs> which is a little bit frustrating sometimes because it's really such a personal choice yeah but we've chosen to make it so public yeah so sometimes i worry like the pressure of being a good enough vegan because we are like representing it in a way Mm -hmm. online like are we going to be able to keep that up is it ever going to be too much we'll find out this is an us problem let's get back to helping let's get back to the new year yeah um so yeah the mental game i think is a really really big thing that people need to be prepared for whether it affects you or not Mm mm-hmm 
and I think the point is that you don't know if it's going to affect you until it starts happening. So just be prepared for it. Yeah. I, involved in that mental game, and we've never actually, we didn't actually discuss it in this episode yet, is that people will make jokes a lot. Yeah. And learning to not take those personally is like a really important thing because there are some times, especially starting out, that you might want to just argue with somebody because they're making a really stupid joke about something. And then you remember that like you make stupid jokes all the time too, probably. So you just kind of have to roll mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, it like with anything, like it's easy to get defensive. Yeah. Um, but I usually just respond with another joke. Yeah, exactly. Or, We're both sarcastic people, so it just kind of works out. Uh, another thing I would suggest is just try to, even if it's not people in your own life, but uh, maybe people you follow online, is to kind of like build a sen- a community, like mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who are like some like-minded yeah like-minded in some ways so that you don't feel so isolated because it yeah. can feel very isolating in real life yeah like, like you said you're one of the only vegans you know and most of the time i'm the only vegan in the room too unless you're there <laughs> <laughs> so you can kind of find that sense of belonging online as weird as that is to say that's kind of gross to say actually but if you can find it in real life that's good too yeah but i mean um no, I think, and it, that doesn't necessarily mean finding other vegans. It's finding people that agree with your sense of lifestyle. So, like, there's people that I follow that aren't vegan, but I agree with, like, other aspects of their lifestyle that kind of associate with veganism. So, you follow those people. So, don't fret about, like, everyone in your little area has to be vegan. Mm-hmm. That's your support system or your little community or whatever you call it. Um, just, like, people that are like-minded or people you aspire to or whatever that is for you yeah positive role models yes take out the negative ones get rid of them definitely if someone's gonna make you feel like you're not doing enough just unfollow them (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah or if someone's gonna be like very aggressive towards like oh you really shouldn't do that yeah you don't need that you don't need that in your life at any time not even just in the new year at any time Mm -hmm. um Going back to food, food. I would say you got to be open-minded. Yes. And one thing I will say is when you're trying a food that is supposed to be like a mock version of something, mm-hmm. remember that it might not taste like exactly yeah. like the original, but it might be inspired by or it might be enough to satisfy kinda... the craving. Exactly. Yeah. The point, I guess, of like a vegan diet and of these like mock things that keep coming out that... A lot of vegans, again, disagree with some of the mock meats and, like, cheeses and things like that. But the point of that stuff is to help satisfy a craving in a cruelty-free way. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be 100% replica of it. It just has to be enough so that you get, like, you don't really crave dairy cheese anymore. You have this non-dairy cheese that's good good to squash that craving. Yeah. And, like... If you have one and it doesn't really do that, try another one. Yeah. Right? Because there's there are, tons of options. And they're all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually haven't had a cheese that tastes the same. As like, even if they're yeah. trying to mimic the same flavor, none of them taste the same. And you might end up finding ones that, even if it doesn't taste like, if you're trying to find a cheddar and it tastes nothing like cheddar, you might actually end up liking that and it actually still satisfies that craving. Exactly. There's so many cheeses that I try that I was like, this tastes nothing like the cheese it's trying to mimic, but it tastes really good still. Yeah. Yeah, no that's a really good point like it doesn't have to taste exactly like what you used to eat yeah it just needs to taste good yeah like kind of go in with a different mindset being like not being like this is 
cheddar cheese. This is just a different cheese that I'm eating. Yeah. Is it still good? Is it bad? Don't compare it strictly to that cheese that it says on the label it's supposed to be mimicking. Yeah. I was going to say that this whole mock meat thing reminds me of another point people will bring up to you like uh you made a choice not to eat meat so why are you eating meat yeah i hate that one so much me too that's my least favorite thing ever is because like like i don't know where they got the implication that vegans hate meat vegans don't like murdering animals yeah that's what they don't like they don't like i'm sure there's some vegans out there that don't like the taste of meat and that's why they gave it up but that's not me i really enjoy eating meat i just don't enjoy the murder that comes along with that yeah (laughs) so and if you can kind of make that point almost exactly how you did a lot of people are like oh i guess that makes sense yeah but like people it's so weird because i've said that so many times and people still argue with it i was like okay then like who cares does it bother you that i eat a fake meat product like Mm. more meat for you then eat it go ahead yeah like it's just like i don't understand how that bothers somebody because like it's my choice i'm choosing to eat this Mm -hmm. like i guess it's the whole like people associate people who go vegan wanting to be like natural so like when you're eating fake meat it's not natural or whatever and i was like i don't know everything's turned into everything these days so like what's happening right now exactly I don't know. I just like, I was not one of those people that didn't enjoy meat. I loved having burgers. I loved having chicken wings. Like I loved all these things. I just don't want to eat them anymore. Not because they taste bad, just because I don't want to hurt animals. Yeah. I like the taste. I don't like the cruelty. Exactly. And yeah, I just feel like there's a disconnect with that Mm -hmm. recently. Well, I think a lot of people just don't think of it that way. Because, yeah. like, if you are really doing it, if the animals are, like, the first thing that comes to mind, mm-hmm. then it makes so much sense in my mind. Like, yeah, I don't want to kill the animals. End yeah. of discussion. Yeah. I can eat this fake chicken. Yeah. No, I know. that. That's one, of the, that's one of the main things that bothers me is when people are like, but why are you eating something that tastes like it or that's trying to be it? Because mm-hmm. I was like, because it's not cruelty full. <laughs> you made a choice. Yeah. Um... What's another thing that people have to prepare for to be vegan? Maybe we should go tips and tricks now. Like how to, how, like when you were first starting out, if you like started getting cravings for something else, how would you like squash those cravings or like stick to your vegan journey? Mm. We've talked a lot about, I think, mental game right now. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I was going to say another, um, another challenge you might face is when you go to a restaurant that isn't a vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm and navigating the menu yes um like even if they have a vegetarian uh option sometimes it's not necessarily yeah. vegan and a lot of people and i'm one of those people do not like to be the people that's asking about everything yeah. and you're like is this vegan and then they say no or they say yes and you're like so there's no de- eggs or eggs or dairy or any of that stuff like you really just don't want this to be this like weird huge interaction yeah. that makes a big deal about it um i hate doing that so it can be difficult going to non-vegan restaurants. Sometimes you just kind of get over it. Like my mom is the best because she's not vegan at all. But anytime, like if we go to a restaurant and there's no vegan option, she will fully lecture people. <laughs> like She will write into the <laughs> restaurant. Like so we went to Jack Astor's recently and uh, I was like, mom, just pick a restaurant. I'll go wherever. Like I yeah. can figure it out. Um, I don't really care. And she's like, she called and someone said there was vegan options and then she called again and there's like oh no there's 
not vegan options but we can make something vegan uh-huh. and she's like how was i why was i told there was a vegan option she's like i have a daughter who's vegan and i can't bring her out to your restaurant now because she wants to eat vegan food yeah. and so i was like mom you're the best you're doing my <laughs> advocacy for me and she's like she's like i emailed them a complaint and everything and i was like mom you're so cute good for her i know like it's one of those things that like i understand why some restaurants don't have vegan options because it's still a new thing Mm. but it's also become like i feel like it's been a thing for a while that most restaurants should have at least one option yeah so i'm at the point where and i know it's not the service fault and i never take it out on the servers but i'm at the point where i don't mind always voicing the fact that i was like hey do you have a vegan option because then it puts it in people's ears and they're like oh maybe we should get a vegan option yeah so like i'm at that point in my vegan journey where i kind of say vegan a lot when I'm out at restaurants just because I want them to know that there are vegans who want to dine at their restaurants or who have family members that aren't vegan and want to go to these restaurants but sometimes it's not possible Mm -hmm. I gotta say I'm definitely not there yet like I usually don't like having to clarify so if there's like something that is obviously vegan or that it's easy to remove the thing that isn't vegan Mm -hmm. I go for that thing and very rarely will I like ask them to clarify just like i like you said i hate being that person yeah especially when you're at like a table full of people yeah annoying (laughs) i know no yeah i still i still dislike it but there are times where i will like i won't ask like i'll the first time when i go there and i'm looking at the menu and i'm not sure i will look and be like do you have any vegan options or things that can be changed to be made vegan like that's i don't even bother looking at the menu first i just ask that straight out Mm -hmm. just so i can get the kind of vegan word out there so that people know there are vegans who want to eat there because i think it's really i like to me it's silly that there's a restaurant out there that doesn't have at least one vegan option Mm -hmm. then it's silly to me that there's some restaurants out there that don't even have a vegetarian option yeah that can be made vegan yeah like i was like this blows my mind like it has it's been around a while and i know it's taken a while to kind of like become a more mainstream thing but like veganism is pretty big now i know so it blows my mind when restaurants don't have even a salad that's vegan like i mean i hate when the option's a salad me too but like if none of you all your salads have meat on them what (laughs) like and i gotta say like living in a small town yeah it's like that is so often the case yeah that there's like barely vegetarian options and like it's a small town that has a lot of those like chain restaurants like which that's Pickle Barrel, like, Jack Astor's. They should Kelsey's. be more likely to have vegan options. And they are always the worst ones. Yeah. Like they have almost nothing. And like even vegetarian I've noticed. Yeah. Like I'll like go through like Jack Astor's is one of them. Um and I'll like go through the menu. I was like there's like two vegetarian options on this menu. Like this what? <laughs> like I don't understand. And it's so annoying and it's situations like that where you really feel like so isolated. Yeah. And like no where are all the people that are thinking like this why are such big companies not making these changes and like they're the like they're able to do it the easiest because they have money at their yeah ex- like they have money to spend on yeah. things and like like it blows my mind that it took this long for one for a fast food place to finally get a vegan option or a, like a decent vegetarian option on the menu um like i don't know there's eating out at restaurants is probably one of the most frustrating things not so much in toronto toronto's pretty easy mm-hmm. there's always amazing vegan restaurants but sometimes i just don't always want to go to the same restaurants all the time yeah um but for the most part i'm able to find vegan options everywhere like i don't have issues but i can understand like i mean i was never vegan when we i lived in a small town mm-hmm. where you were so 
I don't fully know that experience, but I can understand it because it can be frustrating. Like there are certain pockets in Toronto that have like no options. Yeah. And I was like, what What can I eat? I can't eat anything. No. Like, Sometimes it's like I don't even want to bother going out because it's like if I'm going to go out, I'm probably going to end up having to eat something that's not that. It's just a waste of money. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So like I could just make something better at home. Yeah. No, I know. But I mean, like, I think there's tons of pizza chains, I'm impressed, that have been, like, Thank getting goodness. on the vegan pizza. That's why I usually end up resorting to pizza. <laughs> I mean, not a bad thing to resort to. I know. So. Unless it's, like, pizza, 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 pizza's not great. I mean, pizza, pizza is the only one that delivers to my apartment. Really? Yep. Oh, that sucks. So I usually I mean, eat pizza, pizza. You should get panzerotis then. Their panzerotis oh, they are, are great. so good. <laughs> I remember the first time I had one, I actually was eating, and I was like, I'm not sure this is vegan. Uh, yeah, that happened with me too. I like, I, I took a couple more bites. I'm like, I don't know. Should I stop? <laughs> yeah, no, I did that too. Cause like, I don't think I've actually ordered a pizza from Pizza Pizza since they got dairy free cheese, but I ordered panzerotti cause I haven't had a panzerotti in years and mm-hmm. I love panzerottis. So I ordered one. I was like, this is my jam. Mm-hmm. It is so good, but it fully tastes not vegan. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say for someone who's thinking about going vegan, Look up those kind of like junk food things. Yes. Because those were kind of, even though you shouldn't be living off of those things, no. they'll be comforting when you need them to. Like there's, if you're in Canada, there's still Doritos, there's still yes. Oreos, there's ice cream, there's yes. like we said, pizza, like there's still those indulgent things. So if so you, you don't need to feel like if someone wants to order in food or wants to have a junk food night, you don't need to feel left out. And you don't need to feel like you're only going to be eating salads. Yes, because that is a horrible feeling. And that is just not how I live my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, something, so just going back to like the tips and tricks a little bit. Things that I like to, like I still, even after four and a half years of being vegan, there are times that I'm a little discouraged where I was like, why am I doing this exactly? Yeah. And a lot of times when I'm feeling like that, I like watch a documentary or I watch a vegan YouTuber I really like and I kind of like, oh, right, that's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I like I like all this stuff. I'm doing it for the animals and things like that. So I'll kind of like do what I did at the very beginning of my vegan journey where I was watching a lot of documentaries and stuff that like inspired me to go vegan. I'll rewatch those things and be like, right, that's why I'm doing it. I told like I needed that little refresher. So like that's something that I think people should keep in mind that it's okay to kind of have doubts about those things that like everyone does. I mean, I'm assuming everyone does. Mm. Maybe it's just me. But like there are times where you do feel a little weaker than you want to feel about a decision that's usually for moral reasons. Yeah. And, but that's okay because sometimes you get really frustrated at things like you're not able to eat out and all that stuff and it's okay to feel those doubts. It's just about how you handle those things. So like watching a documentary, reading a book, doing some more research, whatever it may be, but just like remembering that it's okay to have those doubts and you're not a bad vegan for having those doubts. Yeah, I've had them too. And sometimes it comes after like people scrutinizing you and yeah. saying, well, you know, it's not actually making a difference and like it's so much extra work why are you even bothering with it like those things if you hear them enough they can get to you yeah oh yeah is it actually worth it why am i doing this should i just stop but yeah usually those thoughts don't last too long and like you said like just expose yourself to the things that kind of remind you of why you started yes and i find like i don't even know i've watched maybe one vegan documentary oh you should watch more they're fun i know like I, I like no, because a lot of people will say that after watching a documentary, that's what made them go vegan. Mm-hmm. But I don't, 
I don't have the desire to watch a lot of them because I feel like it's gonna come off too like biased and pushy because I mean, it's all documentaries right? yeah exactly and I don't want that to be I don't want that type of mentality yeah. to become how I approach veganism and how I tell people about veganism right yeah so I'd rather expose myself to you know somebody who's having a lot of fun making vegan food or somebody who maybe veganism isn't their main thing but they happen to be a vegan as well mm-hmm. just to show that like you can be a real person like if <laughs> whether like maybe it's a youtuber I can be a real person like, like whether it's like a youtuber or a filmmaker who also happens to be vegan it's like okay like, who are those people i know one um I think I've maybe talked about her before. Atola Visuals. She's a videographer. She does like uh-huh. film tutorials on YouTube. And she just happens to be vegan as well. And she doesn't talk about it a lot. Like if you don't follow her yeah. very closely, you wouldn't even realize it. But I just like being reminded that there's people out there who they're normal people, but they also happen to be vegan. Because I feel like mm-hmm. in our sphere, everyone sphere. is vegan. Like, and they're a vegan blogger. Yeah. Yeah. And that can get, I don't know intense intense yeah you'd be like oh am i doing this wrong should i be like advertising myself as a vegan all the time yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah no i definitely agree there's like so many people that i don't like uh talking about riverdale before uh the girl who plays cheryl's vegan Uh which i had no idea and i was like oh that's kind of cool and she Uh doesn't talk about it and she doesn't make a big deal out of it i was like oh all right cool yeah just like little things i was like that's cool just to find out these people that you watch or that you admire or whoever it may be you're like oh okay cool they're vegan yeah but they're not making a big deal of it oh cool (laughs) i almost can't really explain the type of people or the type of content that like reassures me that you know i made the right choice because i don't know it sometimes it just depends on the day there's never see to me there's never people that reassure me like i don't know i'm not i was never in like the first person that, like, really, I guess, the blog that inspired me to go vegan was Angela Liddens of Oh, She Glows. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily the people. It was more, like, my feeling after going vegan and, like, how eating differently made me feel compared to eating before. Um, and that, I find myself having more doubts when I start eating unhealthier mm-hmm. as a vegan. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I went vegan for health was yeah. the first reason, was the main reason I went to vegan. And then I started eating like junk food vegan. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I feel like I ate healthier before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think my biggest inspiration is like when, like, I'll be like thinking about like chicken wings and I'm like, oh, they're so good though. Like, why did, I, why am I vegan? Yeah. <laughs> they're so good. But then like I play with it, like I'm around a cute puppy and I'm like, oh, this is why I'm vegan because yeah. you're the most adorable thing in the world and I could never imagine killing something like you. That's true. Like a picture of a really cute pig or a cow doing something real cute. I'm yeah. just like, yep. That's why. I did it for you. Yeah. And like, it's those types of things. It's not necessarily the people like, and obviously this will be different for everybody. It's not necessarily the people who are doing it and doing it well and not making a big deal of it it's literally the pe- the things that i'm doing to that benefit from it and it's those cute little animals that i'm like you are kind of like in a way alive because of me and i was mm-hmm. like this is cute i'm this makes me happy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no that's fair i think definitely watching cute animal content 
Like, I would choose that over a documentary any day. Yeah. I'd rather watch cute animal videos than watch a documentary about veganism. Anytime you see that glimpse of personality yeah. in an animal, it's like, that's why I'm doing yeah. it. Like, because look how fucking cute they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then sometimes it's also helpful to just hear other vegans talk about the fact that they struggle. Yeah. The fact that they're not perfect or the fact yeah. that they have doubts. Like, that can be reassuring. As bad as it is, it's just nice to know that you're not the only one thinking like that. Yeah. You're not just a bad vegan. You're just, like... It's not, like... I feel like sometimes when you feel that way, you're, like, maybe I'm just not meant to be vegan. Because, like, it seems like it comes so easy to the people who are really, like, into veganism. And I was, like, that's... It just doesn't come that easy to me all the time. But, like... And then you learn that, like, when everyone starts talking about, like, oh, yeah, I accidentally ate this or I did this. I was, like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Never mind. (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Um... So I think that's the main thing. Ooh, something that if you're going vegan, check with your doctor all the time, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have other things going on. Like, we are not doctors. We are not nutritionists. Nope. You're probably not a nutritionist or a doctor. Yes, you know how how your body feels, but you don't know necessarily what's going on inside your body. So check with your doctor. Let your doctor know that you're going vegan. I don't necessarily mean like... If your doctor tells you not to, I mean, you should probably listen to him. But, like, mm-hmm. you know your body. Um, but, like, let them know you're going vegan. Get regular blood checks. You know, that's something that I always make sure to do um, because, like, it's the way I found out I was iron deficient. Mm-hmm. And so just make sure you're keeping up with your regular, like, health checkups to make sure that your body's agreeing with your choices. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I'm guilty of not doing that. You should be. I know. Because... I think it's something like when I was doing research and when my mom was doing research, (laughs) she did a lot of research when I went vegan. It's something like it takes three months to usually deplete your vitamin, Mm. um, like storage in your body. So like after you've been vegan for three months, you're supposed to go to the doctor to check to see if it's, if you're not getting enough, you'll know you'll be low in something. Um, So I try, I mean, I don't go often, Mm -hmm. but I remember when I first went vegan, I went after three months to check and I was iron deficient, but I was also iron deficient before. So it's not like it's not because i'm vegan that i went iron deficient um but uh yeah no so i was iron deficient and just like taking a multivitamin is never a bad idea yeah. so um but yeah i always recommend make sure your doctor knows what's going on in your life and your diet because mm-hmm. that stuff's important to me and i think it should be important to everybody yeah and it's usually you know, you're gonna need that b12 supplement yeah that's another thing don't be afraid to take a couple supplements if you need it it doesn't necessarily mean it's the diet. Sometimes it could be the diet you're yeah. doing. It might be the balance of vegetables and whatever you're eating in your diet, the structure of it. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just your body. I was iron deficient before going vegan. I'm mm-hmm. iron deficient still being vegan. And I just have to take an iron supplement. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of how life works sometimes. So make sure if you need to take a supplement take a supplement like try get it naturally like my doctor when i went in and he told me it was iron deficient he gave me a list of things i should be eating more of and things like that mm-hmm. try and get it naturally but if you can't take a supplement yeah. like if you're not getting what you need to get you need to figure out a supplement in some way so yeah. like it's worse to deplete your body of something it needs definitely and there's also the fact of like energy levels because oh my god a lot of people will say oh i want vegan i have so much more energy yeah uh, that won't happen for everybody. Yeah. Like, I mean, I honestly think I have more energy when I eat healthy. And it's not necessarily because I'm eating vegan. Because I have no energy right now. Yeah. And it's because I've been eating a lot of sugar this week. So it's when you eat healthy. It's not necessarily when you eat vegan. Yeah. 
So just eat well. <laughs> yeah. And depending on like how you transition to veganism, like I didn't have this magic moment where I was like, oh, wow, I feel great. Yeah. Because I did it so slowly that yeah. you, like, you wouldn't even notice those types of changes. Yeah. Um, I will say sometimes uh, when you switch your protein sources, your body might have to just become accustomed to it. Like I remember when I started incorporating like tofu and even like chickpeas can, you know, sort of give you more gas or something like that. Devin always brings in farts. Change your poops and stuff. (laughs) But Uh, that's like, it might be more extreme at first because your body does need to adjust. Yeah. But it won't necessarily stay that way. No. No, it won't. Your body, like, no matter what you're doing with your body, if you're eating healthy, if you're eating unhealthy, if you're eating a vegan diet or not, your body will adjust to whatever you're doing and eventually, like, get to that plateau where it's like, I've adjusted for what lifestyle we have right now. So, like, just because you're getting some highs, as soon as you, like, plateau a little bit and you find that, like, wherever your Mm -hmm. body sits you, it's, like, what you get right at the beginning isn't necessarily what you're going to get all the time. Yeah exactly so i i don't know i don't think i feel the main difference that i think i tell people like because like not everyone's gonna feel the same things once you go vegan the main difference that i hear from friends who've gone vegan or are eating less meat and the main difference that i felt is that i just feel lighter after Mm -hmm. meals i don't necessarily feel better (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i don't feel like i have in crazy amounts more energy since going vegan i feel like i have more energy when i stay hydrated and Mm -hmm. like when i get well when i'm well rested but that has nothing to do with veganism Mm -hmm. so i think the main difference is that like meat kind of and that's probably just for me just weighed me down a little bit like i felt sluggish Mm -hmm. i don't feel that sluggish anymore but that's going to be different for everybody so Mm -hmm. i don't know all the science behind this but i remember somebody mentioning like when i first went vegan that you don't like in a vegan diet there's not necessarily as many calories yeah always so you have to make sure you, that your calorie intake is yeah high you might have to eat more food yeah than you normally and would. i feel like that's something that i'm still bad at yeah because i just don't eat a lot of food yeah and now that i'm eating you a have vegan to eat like diet, more calorie dense foods yeah exactly so i feel like i haven't really even figured that out honestly i like i think i go through phases of where like at the beginning, I was definitely eating the same amount of food as I was before and eating far less calories than mm-hmm. I was before. I was tracking back then, so I knew I was eating less calories. But I go through phases where I'm, like, eating tons of food, and I'm like, I'm probably getting the calories that I need. Yeah. And then there's phases where I'm not – I know I'm not getting the calories I need. And it just kind of, like – I don't know. It, yeah. It's, it's hard to kind of t- – tell people what works and what doesn't Mm -hmm. right but it's something to be mindful of that if you're feeling a little sluggish it might be because you're not getting enough calories in your body because a vegan diet usually the the foods that you're eating are far less calorie dense yeah and actually that kind of brings up a good point is that instead of like leaving everything as a mystery maybe at the beginning or if you start being unsure just try tracking things for Mm -hmm. a little bit and see what's going on like not even like in a negative because sometimes counting calories can have this this negative context it's not for like we're not talking for weight loss we're talking for how your body feels and when you're tracking all your food you'll learn about things other than calories yeah and i think instead of you know feeling overwhelmed that you don't know what's going on in your body like yeah try tracking it and just see what happens like i think i might try that because i've never done that yeah see just just to see what's going on what you're eating what you're not leaving it a mystery um 
I also think it's a good idea before you go vegan, get a blood test, then get one three months later to figure out the changes mm-hmm. that are going on. Um, that can kind of help you figure out what you need to eat and what you don't need to eat or whatever. Are there any other tips or tricks you can think of? To stay vegan? Yeah, or even to, you know, go through the transition at all. I'm trying to think. It's been so long since I went vegan. Um, maybe... If you can find a friend to do it with you. Yeah, that definitely helps. It's always nice to have a buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or finding someone who, like, find that support system. Like, tell people that you're going vegan. Not everybody, necessarily. But, like, tell your parents and make sure if they support you, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, just having that, like, positive reinforcement and, like, someone you can talk to if things aren't going great is always nice. Yeah. And don't feel the pressure to quit cold turkey. Like, it's... I would recommend doing it as a transition. So whether it's like you're cutting out red meat or you're cutting out, even if it's just like one thing, like switch your butter, switch your mayo. There's so many small things that you could start with. Yeah. Like maybe each month you try like a different mm-hmm. step and or maybe one meal a week or one day a week is vegan. Yeah, whatever works for you. Exactly. There's so many, there's so many like combinations and ways that you can mm-hmm. ease yourself into this lifestyle because like you've spent your whole life eating a certain way that's a huge habit oh yeah and it's a huge habit to change mm-hmm. so don't feel discouraged if you try to do it cold turkey and it doesn't work and don't feel like you have to do it cold turkey yeah and if you do do it cold turkey and you're finding it's not working don't be like okay i doesn't I work for me i failed i'm gonna go back to eating meat try doing it the slow approach mean like okay cold turkey didn't work for me let's add something back into my diet that was the hardest thing for me and let's figure out if I can like work things out a bit let's Mm -hmm. just give up whatever was easiest thing to give up let's just give up that for now Mm -hmm. and erase any idea that in order to be a vegan you need to be perfect and you can't make any mistakes it's not like this streak where it's like days since I've had this and like you break that streak (laughs) you're not a vegan anymore (laughs) yeah because it's really not like you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna miss stuff you're gonna day one (laughs) you're gonna accidentally eat something or whatever I could say it so many times I accidentally almost ate an entire tub of ice cream (laughs) before realizing it wasn't vegan so (laughs) like it's it's just gonna happen and there's nothing wrong with that it's not yeah. about being perfect yeah i'm it's pretty about- sure i ate an eggplant parmesan that had cheese in it <laughs> parmesan <laughs> well they told me they could make it vegan i ate it and i was like there's no way that was vegan yeah. <laughs> like, i don't believe it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's perfectly okay sometimes it's embarrassing if those fuck-ups happen around non-vegans because you feel like they're just gonna i laugh it off they're gonna hold it See, against no, you the only thing is the hardest part about that is that i feel like like, I laugh it off and I was like, whatever, it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. But so a lot of times people are like, oh, you're one of those vegans where you don't care that much. I was like, no, 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 I care that I did it. i just, like, not going to beat myself up for it. Yeah, it's like this weird in between, like, I do care, but I don't care. I don't you care to I mean? the point where I'm going to, like, punish myself for doing it and be like, oh, I'm not a vegan anymore. But I, like, I care enough to not do it purposely or do it try not to yeah. do it again so like i hate when people are like oh you're one of those relaxed vegans and i was like i am a relaxed vegan but i didn't want to do that like i didn't eat it knowing there was mm-hmm. vegan non-vegan ingredients mm-hmm. in it like you can't just feed me non-vegan things and i'll be fine with it yeah yeah <laughs> that's a slippery slope oh yeah i think this was a good episode i think so too um i hope that we gave a realistic insight into 
what going vegan is like but i also hope that it was positive and yeah i hope it didn't discourage anybody no like i don't want to discourage anybody but i do want to like i want a realistic picture yeah i want to say all the things that i wish i had heard from somebody because a lot of these things are just things i learned along the way yeah like i mean we both have the same mindset so it's helpful that Mm -hmm. you know like not one of us isn't like a militant vegan yeah like what you ate dairy by accident you can't call yourself a vegan yeah exactly i'm gonna say that to you (laughs) i'll say it back to you have you had any slip-ups in the last year yeah i I don't remember i don't remember you telling me any so uh i'm trying to think well those like those tostitos (laughs) which is such a thing you would never expect to be not vegan bought them and ate them (laughs) bought them and ate them and then and then gavin was like wait i thought we checked one time and these weren't vegan i was like what (laughs) oh man (laughs) yeah i'm trying there's there's definitely been more times but yeah can't think of them yeah i've messed up a lot because i don't dwell on them yeah Yeah. i get over them move on yep it is what it is no one's perfect (laughs) at anything so yeah Yeah. i mean i'm pretty perfect okay okay lies (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. we have one more podcast episode before the new year right yeah we're gonna do you know classic new year new me new me episode next week so stay tuned for that be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes uh if you want to check out all the how to vegan the holidays content that we've been putting up throughout december be sure to check out our youtube channel it's called two market girls and our blog at twomarketgirls.com also should we mention our merch oh we have merch now (laughs) we do we designed an exclusive line of tmg sweaters and t-shirts we have four different designs those are available at shirtactivism.com slash two market girls. Yeah. Or uh, just shirtactivism.com and search two market girls. <laughs> yeah. And if you have any thoughts or suggestions or comments, you can leave a review on iTunes or, you know, just come talk to us on social. We are yes. at two market girls on Twitter and Instagram. And we also have a Facebook page. Yes. 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 All right. That's going to be it for this episode. Bye. Thanks for listening.